Hi, welcome to Believe Podcast. My name is Nada, and I am here with you to discuss our common passion, personal growth, lifestyle, and happiness. I will be sharing tips, tools, and experiences to help you as a coach grow and find your definition of happiness. Are you in? Hello, everyone. Today, I wanted to talk about purpose. I think we, I think we are a lot of us who are looking or were looking for purpose. I think for a lot of us, purpose was a struggle or is still a struggle. And um, I totally understand this position of what is my purpose? I'm not happy on what I'm doing today. I don't like my job and I haven't, fa- I cannot quit my job yet because I didn't find my purpose and I will or I will quit my job when I find my purpose but I still cannot find it but I still don't know what it is and it's so frustrating and I really understand that state of mind like the frustration of not knowing what to do not knowing what fulfills me and not knowing what completes me and at that time when I was, um, I was actually in depression, of course, <laughs> I really wanted to know what was my purpose. I remember one day I was, I was relating to nature. I was observing nature and I thought, nada, look, all these, for example, look at those palm trees. They don't grow in Siberia. Well, I guess not. Otherwise, otherwise, let me know. But they don't grow in Siberia. They are, they are growing in some regions of the earth. Um, those type of animals, tigers don't grow in um, Algeria. <laughs> don't live in Algeria or north of Africa. Why? That's because nature decided it this way, you know. And as I was, and I'm still, of course, but I'm talking about the past. And I was considering like an element of nature as I am today. I thought, so what would be my purpose? Where where would be my ground? What would I feed myself with? What would be my environment? Who would be my surroundings? What's that purpose, that instinct purpose? You know, because nature is, for me, it was represented by instinct, an obvious instinct, you know, like it was born this way and it will grow this way without discussion, no matter the circumstances. You know what I mean when I was looking at like a tree, an animal, they grow and they live as they are meant to be, no matter the circumstances. And this is how I saw purpose. Like, what would be my environment, no matter the circumstances? Yeah, I started like this. Because I wanted to feel driven. I wanted to have my energy back. You know, when you're in a state of depression, everything that you do is like a chore. Everything is hard, Requires effort, 
either physically or in the mind. The mind is heavy. I wanted to feel light. I wanted to feel driven. I wanted to feel open and uh, creative. So that's why I wanted to look for that inner, that instinct, obvious, meant to be thing, you know, in life. And I thought, I don't care if I have to be whatever, um, electrician, a cook, um, I don't know, a baker, let me just... I was praying and asking life, just let me know what's my purpose. All I want to do is do it with my heart. So then I said to myself, okay, Nada, mm, everything is heavy. Everything is like a chore. And you're talking about like instinct. I, I was relating nature by instinct, something that was natural, something that would give me the energy to move forward, you know. And I thought about me being a kid. I said, okay, Nada, when you were a kid and there were no parameters or when there was no materialistic reasons, what did you want to do instantly? Because when we're kids, we don't think about money. We don't think about having like a, a hundred, hundred square meters apartment in the center of uh, this big city. When you're a kid, you don't think about money. You don't think about having and owning a, a mansion or a boat or this type of car or having this type of husband or this type of wife. When you're a kid, you just do things that make you happy. <laughs> and from a place of depression, you'd look forward to be happy in a way, you know. I would sigh and say, if only I was happy, what would it look like? You know, and the most neutral place I could go to and the lightest place I could go to was my childhood because this is when I would feel good because there was no anxiety, there was no material problems, you know, everything were taken care of. So as an adult, I was hearing that life supports you, it will be taken care of and being into that state of depression I would think okay where in my life I had that feeling so it was my childhood I wanted to be a pastry chef or I wanted to be an actress there was those uh, jobs those professions that would make me dream and I decided to follow my heart because my heart is, is doesn't have an age I don't know if yours has but my heart doesn't have any age so my heart at eight, at five, at six, at ten is the same as now. I'm not going to tell you how old I am. <laughs> but my heart is as young as that little one. Um, so I did. I wanted to do pastry chef and I wanted to act also. And I did theater for three years. And I loved it. It was actually therapeutic for me. So it was perfect. And the pastry chef, actually, it turned into food. I was interested in healthy food at that time. It was like seven years ago, something like this. And I went into to the art of cooking, but cooking with uh, plant-based and raw food. At that time, it was becoming in, in the U.S. something quite out and I was in, in Paris there were very few people who were interested in raw food and healthy food 
which I am not, by the way, today. I'm not, um, I don't eat raw food today. But I was, um, you know, I got a certification and for plant-based and also for raw food because I had this project of opening a place in Paris where people could come and eat some, could get some treats that looked like the junk food ones because I loved, I loved junk foods, like any types of chocolate bars or any types of cookies. I was crazy about it when it looked good. I could cross the whole town to find the cookies or the chocolate bar or anyway the treat that would just please my palate and and give me the sensation of pleasure well coming back to what I did is that I followed my heart I followed what my instinct was where my instinct was and where my instinct was in my childhood So I followed my heart this way. I allowed myself to dream about it and I allowed myself to to test it. And I tested it. And I think it's part of, it was part of my purpose in life to test this. And one after the other, I found my purpose. I would say that one after the other, I can't say, I cannot say that I found my purpose, but the search of a purpose disappeared because I was fulfilling the things that I wanted to do. And I didn't want to, and there was another thing, is that I was misconceiving the fact that if you love doing something, you you have to do it your job. But it's not true. You can like going to your everyday job and love, for example, an activity that you don't want to turn it into into a business. And this today I understand. I love food. I love preparing food. I loved creating dishes. Today I don't have time, but I love to cook. And when this loving affair uh, with uh, cooking, for example, started to be lived as something that I had to turn into business, I noticed that this energy, this gravity was coming back. I didn't want to do it anymore. There were a lot of expectations from other other people. I could feel it like, oh, so you're a cook? Oh, this is very good. So you're going to prepare some good stuff when we will come to your house. And Normally it should have been a pleasure, right? Anyone who cooks, who loves to cook, is happy that friends or family or whoever says oh that's marvelous so we are really looking forward to eat your food but I was not looking at it this way I was really not looking forward to make people taste my uh, food because I, because it brought me uh, anxiety like what if they didn't like it what what if they found it unpalatable or bland I was quite anxious about it. So it was just something that I wanted to explore differently. And I noticed that these were things that I wanted to do for me and not for others. And I was misconceiving the purpose. There is a purpose for the outside world and there is a purpose for the inward world. And what I was really looking for, that purpose that I was calling purpose, was something that thing that would stimulate the, stimulate me, that thing that would make me happy no matter what circumstances, that thing that would make me grow an environment where I would feel welcome. Actually, that purpose was my inner environment. 
as soon as I would put this uh, pleasure outside, offering to the outside, I would feel myself blocked. I, my, I would feel my energy deprived, which is weird, right? It is something that I wanted to do, yet I couldn't share it. There were two things that I noticed. One was I needed to be in touch with myself and it revealed through what I was doing by following my heart. And the second, I understood that your passion or whatever you like to do doesn't need to be a passion, but whatever you like to do, you don't have to turn it into business. What matters is what makes you happy with or without money. What makes you feel good with or without any materialistic purpose. So when you think about purpose, maybe sometimes behind it, it's not like a business purpose or a business achievement purpose. Sometimes it's just how can I be in touch with myself and this is what we will call purpose. I followed my heart, I squeezed into my schedules what I needed to explore by going back to my childhood and just get in touch with what was in instinctively attracting me and I tested it and I knew that it was not a business purpose, it was a personal purpose. <sighs> See? <laughs> that sigh. I'm keeping that sigh in uh, in the podcast because it was key for me. Now if you're talking about real like I want a professional purpose, I want to discover it. This is not this is the way that I discovered that I wanted to be a coach because I was really getting in touch with myself. So I would encourage you to do the same. You don't have to quit your job, you know, now. But you can squeeze into your schedule. Uh, if you are hearing my uh, my podcast, what do you want? Focus on what you want. Maybe you will find also clues in this uh, podcast. But what I would recommend you is just tap into that instinct. Not even a desire. When we when when we are when we are young, we don't mention desire. We just feel what stimulates us. That's it. We just go for it. We don't think. Don't overthink. So explore it. Explore it bit by bit. You don't need to... Your life doesn't have to be a revolution to make big change. It's the attitude inside of you that will help you, that will make you the big changes, actually. So trust yourself and just explore it. And don't worry about it because... And know that your mind is going to not let you go there. It's going to call back, call you back to uh, what is familiar for you. And observe your mind who is telling you the opposite of that. Observe it now and say, no, this is too late. I don't know how to get in touch with my childhood feeling or whatever. I'm going to tell you something. You don't need to make any effort to tap into your childhood childhood as I told you your heart doesn't have any age and you don't need to make any effort you have no ticket to take you have no distance to to go there is no distance it's totally effortless so don't follow your mind follow your heart and also 
you will remember the mind is going is always going to recall you what is secure for you and what is familiar so as soon as you see that you are uh, your attention is landing on what is secure and what is familiar question yourself is it my mind or is it really a big dangerous what i'm going to do check it out it's important because a part of you wants to go forward, wants to explore, wants to taste yourself, and a part of you doesn't want to. That part who doesn't want to is probably your mind, who is telling you, no, you should you should stay where you are, you should do what you're doing, look at the, all what you have done until now, you're going to destroy everything, you're going to make your surrounding unhappy, and so on. Don't trust this voice, follow your heart, don't make it a revolution. Just step by step. Touch the idea. Explore the idea. Uh, document the idea, for example. You know, it's just little things. And then, if you want to apply it, just tell yourself, how can I squeeze this into my schedule? This is how you're going to redirect your mind. He's going to be your secretary. And then you ask him, how am you ask with him, how can I squeeze this into my schedule? How can I plan this? And this is a possibility where your mind will collaborate because, you know, your mind doesn't make a difference between good or bad. It's just going to look for security no matter what because he is still living with the, uh, with the threat of a tiger in the room. So don't worry about it. Just explore it. And I'm sure that you will find golden nuggets that will make you smile, that will make you feel that discovery will probably enhance the curiosity about yourself. Just take it easy, make it simple, step by step. It's totally enough. You have time, one day at a time. Look at nature. It doesn't know what time is, yet it is beautiful when it grows because you can observe it and, and we are in awe with this miracle, right? Well, we're part of it. We're part, we are part of that nature. So be an O to yourself. All right, that's all for today, I guess. If you want to reach out, DM me on Instagram. My handle is B underscore live without the E underscore coaching. Otherwise, you can send me an email at coaching at gmail.com. Live without an E. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you liked or found any value to it, please share it with a friend or someone you know will appreciate it. Please do. It will encourage me, help someone and bring the podcast to a better visibility for sharing. Thank you for now and let's meet next week.